What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the Scott Panza, here to break down the last single-digit week of the NFL season. It's crazy. Next week, we're going to be in week 10, but week 9, here we are, Scott. How are you feeling, most importantly? Oh, man. Uh, it's like quasi-halfway through the season because, uh, you know, after the 1 o'clock games or like some of the 1 o'clock games are really halfway through the season. Uh, season's rolling. It doesn't feel too long ago where, uh, you know, we were rejoicing in Steelers beating the Bills week one and, you know, crying about the Pats uh, losing to the Finns. But uh, we're feeling great. You know, back on track last week, um, you know, process was there, fading the your Vikings. I'm sorry. I you know, we can we can get into that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, the, the, the Finns just really just uh, frustrating close, giving up 10 points in the last like two minutes for the non cover. Extremely frustrating. But Wonkvier spikes again on the um, on the Steelers. Uh, Geno Smith gets it done again. Just a covering machine. Urban Meyer going to Seattle. Never in doubt that he wasn't covering there. And um Jeez, what was the last one? Um, oh, Rams, Rams. Yeah, they, they made it. They made it a little bit close there, but uh, you know, never really in doubt. So happy to just lay wood against the Texans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, rocking and rolling, starting to get back on track after two really, really uh, poor weeks. But uh, you know, we got a juice slate. A lot of news this week. A lot. A lot. Of news. Of yeah. Um, I flipped. Yeah. I. I. It was a kiss of death. I had Vikings at plus one and a half, and I should. I, the second that Dak was announced out, I was like, "It's over." We lost the game. I, mean, I just knew it was going to happen. Um, Colts, that was brutal. Cincinnati was covering up until about I think three minutes left in that game, and then uh, Detroit was just. I mean, I, I texted you <laughs> halfway through that. <laughs> just like, we uh, we finally got zagged by the the lions and uh, yeah I, I I I've taken a lot of grief about that it's really just yeah <laughs> we're done it's, we're done with it we're not talking about that we're behind one. so here we go forget There's... the lions forget Dan Campbell I'm glad they're on bye yeah. I need to quit them <laughs> um yeah like you said a lot of news um, obviously I feel like every week something's happening in Oakland but this team's sitting at five and three five and two i think they're five and ooh, i think they're five and two five and two yeah i but every week major major issues oh my uh, god i mean this stuff is this is just really 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 sad yes um you know we were talking about in the office you know how do they not just have someone to drive you and apparently they do like the nfl offers it yes. they have you know free no matter where you are um, but, uh, there's a video going around about Derek Carr, you know, people are, you know, and rightfully so what Henry Ruggs did was terrible, but, you know, Derek Carr showing all compassion and leadership, you know, like this guy has just ruined his life. There's, you know, killed someone else, ruined his life. You, you know, mm-hmm. you don't need to pile on for the, the guy who's just made a life altering mistake. He had everything and now he's probably going to be going to jail. He's yep. never going to play in the NFL again. I mean, uh, a real, really sad twist of uh, fate here for the guy. And yeah. just, you know, just really sad, really sad story. What I like about Derek Carr was the consistency. He got a lot of flack when he said things about John Gruden. And then, you know, in this situation, it's, you know, you stick to your guns. And I respect that. Uh, 
if really the thing that hurts me the most of the whole scenario is if I'm Hunter Renfro, I don't know how I could sleep at night because they were at Top Golf together. I believe was what has that happened? That's to to my that's what I've heard. I haven't totally verified my source, but what I've heard, and it was you know everyone's getting all their stories from everywhere, and but I heard that he was with Hunter Renfro and they both went home. Oh no. And it's one of those where you're just like, I, I don't think I could sleep at night knowing that that happened after, you know, I just let my friend drive home. But once again, don't know if that's 100% true. I haven't totally confirmed it, but that's what I've heard. Um, oh, man. That is sad. Yeah. That's but what hey, I said. It's take care of your sad. friends, the whole, everybody. The whole situation is, is just, it's, it's awful. Yep. Very, very sad news uh, in the NFL. That's for sure. Uh, you, for a very talented you know, young man. Yeah, you know, you know, segue, but you know, what we haven't talked about in a while. We haven't said this in a while, but Obehote on Dude. his way out in Cleveland. Yeah, dismissed from practice. I mean, his dad getting hot on the whole Baker, you know, doesn't want my son to be successful thing, and it's just a. Uh... Do we think that's the case? No, not at all. I don't think that's the case one bit. Um, I, think, uh, I think Baker is is trying not to stand in anyone's way of being successful because he's in a contract year and he's costing himself many millions with his play this year. I don't know how the, the, the Browns open up the purse yeah. for him after what he's shown this year. I mean, 10 points against the Steelers. I mean, yeah, pathetic. not a great show. Um, so. Yeah, it's, I'm interested to see what Baker decides he wants to do. Let's dive into the Thursday night game. Uh, Jets, Colts, this one's Colts 10, minus 10.5 in Indy after a letdown spot last week uh, against the Titans. Jets coming off huge. I feel like the public's going to be swinging towards the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets for the first time ever, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing lopsided on the Jets, 60-40. Uh, I think this is a total blitzkrieg game by the Colts, and they're just going to dump all over. Rookie head coach, short week Thursday night football with a, the not, with the second stringer. Uh, I don't see how the Jets make this a close game, especially the type of defense that the Colts play. I, I think they're going to really key in on the short passes. I don't think you're going to see such a monster performance from Michael Carter and co. Um, so I think this is a, a steamroll for the Colts. I, I have bet it. I uh, didn't obviously take it in the contest, but uh, yeah, I think the Colts just steamroll here. I wish I had him available in my last survivor pool, but sadly, I do not. Yeah, I uh, I stayed away from this one. I just even with the teaser, I felt like I just couldn't trust the Colts enough. Carson Wentz. I, anytime I start believing in the guy, he just he stabs me. Right in the back. No. So I'm staying away from this one. The Thursday night rule is back intact uh, for me with this yeah. game. So <clears throat> with that, we'll dive into the weekend matchups. First one on the card, the Toilet Bowl, the Deshaun Watson Bowl, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Texans traveling to Miami, the Dolphins minus four and a half. Oh, my God. Just not the way we thought the season was going to go for these Miami Dolphins. Uh you know, just a myriad of problems, offensive line, uh, you know, defense, uh, injuries to uh, stinks. Uh, but it is Texans. They are a truly, truly awful team. I know they've gotten bet down pretty hard. They opened at seven. Now it's down in the contest four and a half. I see five out there. You know, I, call me a square. 
I'm going to lay uh, four and a half with the one and seven Dolphins because uh, the Texans truly are an awful team. They are racing to the bottom. They want the first pick, and not that I don't know why they want to rush to get the first pick because their <laughs> quarterback of the future is not going to be there in this draft. Uh, they're going to have to get that defensive lineman from Oregon. But either way, I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Dolphins. Texans are a truly awful team. Uh, it looks like Tyrod is going to be starting, so that makes me feel a little less confident in laying that wood. If it was Davis Mills, I'd feel a little bit better. But, you know, the, the, the Texans really signaled that they're giving up on the season with Mark Ingham trade. Uh, they black playmakers, so I'm happy to lay four and a half with the Dolphins. Desperate Brian Flores needs a win in a very, very, very bad way. So I will, I will lay that juice. Oh, uh, yeah, this Dolphins team, if there's any will to fight, this has got to be the week. <laughs> and if there's going to be a week that I bet on the Dolphins, it's probably this one. Uh, but I just don't know if I can. But I can't, I can't get to the window with either of these teams. I mean, it, if it's either Dolphins or bust, that's for sure. There's no – the Texans, if they're ever on my card, just smack me. Just absolutely smacked me across the face. <laughs> this team, that team's absolutely awful. Awful, awful. Uh, next on the card, Cowboys. Boo. Minus 10 taking on the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry, it's a sore subject, but Dak's going to be back for this one. Uh, I think Michael Gallup's going to be back. Uh, this Cowboys offense is really humming. The defense has been extremely impressive uh, off a of very uh, – you know, team a team centric win this past week against your Vikings. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, I'm happy to lay the ten because the Broncos they really haven't shown anything on offense the last few weeks. Tay Bridgewater is just not the answer long term. They're definitely going to be looking for a quarterback. By the way, I think I who know I think I do know who their quarterback is going to be next year. I think Mitchell Trubisky, Ooh. starting quarterback at Denver next year. I think he'd be great for this team a uh, year in Buffalo, but that's for next year when we're going to ride the Trubisky train again. Huh. Um, but Cowboys here, I really like this spot. The defense is playing fantastic. They're going to be able to stifle Teddy Bridgewater. Also, Broncos signaling to their team, hey, we're kind of giving up on the year by give, trading away uh, Von Miller. So I think a dejected uh, team uh, really against a Cowboys team that's flying high. So, uh, you know, I don't like laying double digits unless I have to. Uh, I really do like the Cowboys in the spot, so I'm going to I'm gonna lay some juice. Yeah, I uh, I was on the Broncos team early, and then or was in favor of them early, and then yeah. once I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to hop on this actually and put my money where my mouth is, I don't think they've covered a game since. Uh, no. This Cowboys team, on the other hand, is a covering machine, uh, and they just – that's what they do. They cover. And their defense, Micah Parsons is really coming on. I've been – I was really impressed with him on Sunday night. It seemed like any time there was a play being made, he was right there, be either assisting or being the solo person making the play. So I'm with you. I'm definitely leaning Cowboys on this one. Speaking of Sunday night football – Oh, the Purple Bowl, Vikings plus six traveling to Baltimore. Yeah, I I think a get-right spot for the Vikings. Uh, You know, short week, but uh, playing a team off a bye, I think people are going to try to steer away, especially what they saw from Kirky. Uh, But that's just primetime Kirk. 
and I think they're going to you know shape up this week. Uh, people are hammering the Ravens tsunami of money, so I'm gonna, this is a big fade the public game. Uh, Vikings. They're going to pound the rock to Justin Jefferson this week, and if they don't, he's going to be a very, very, very unhappy person. Dalvin Cook, no excuse for what he did last week. Uh, I don't, you know, the the Ravens are still banged up. Latavius Murray's not going to play their backfield; it's just atrocious. So, you know, I think this is a, a good spot for Mike Zimmer to show his defensive chops. Getting six, everyone's against you. I think Vikings make this a close one, lose on a field goal. Justin Tucker heartbreaker, and uh, Vikings cover. Ravens win. I'm sorry, Micah. Oh, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it's, I think the Zimmer era is going to be over by the end of this season. Um, and yeah. it's just, the time has come. It's been like a decade. And so you just kind of got to do what you got to do. Uh, it's crazy. It's been that long, but the defense isn't exactly something to write home about anymore. And that was kind of his whole staple. And the offense is so boring so handicapped, or sorry, I shouldn't say handicaps, handcuffed offensively from the head coach that they just can't, they don't score points. There's no, you know how many people would literally chop off their testicles to have the Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson on their team? They would, no. I mean, everyone would love that. Oh, yeah. And then yep. we just don't do diddly, we don't do anything with them. So that's I'm gonna ooh, bring it down. <laughs> I am so pissed off at this team, but it, this is gonna be the most Vikings thing to literally, pardon my French, shit their pants on TV, and then they're gonna come out as dogs, and they're gonna absolutely light it up. Now the thing that pisses me off with this team is you can see that when the game starts. The script is phenomenal. I mean, the first drive against the Cowboys, first drive against the Browns, like all of these first drives. I think there was a stretch. I think we've scored on the first drive of every game except for like one. And then after right. that, they just have no idea how to adjust once other teams make adjustments. It's like, well, they, they got us now. So good luck, defense. Have fun. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have no comment on this game. Next, your Patriots. Minus three and a half traveling to Carolina. Yeah, the bats uh, rolling here. Uh, I think that this is a critical stretch, and I think we talked about it going into the, the season. This is a critical stretch of the season right here where it was going to make a break, you know, what they were going to do long-term if they were going to make the playoffs because they have very winnable games. Panthers, then they have Browns, and then they go at Falcons short week. Uh these are must wins. So they got to go three and here if they want to make the playoffs because the, the AFC is very jumbled up. Luckily it looks like they're probably going to face PJ Walker XFL hero and a guy that last year we loved in a spot at home against the lions. And we hammered, hammered, hammered uh, this week. I think it's going to be really tough sledding. It's a very strong Patriots defense, whether it's Darnold, whether it's PJ Walker, it's going to be tough sledding for them, especially since run CMC looks like he's still not going to be playing. He, he, he logged a limited practice today, but still, you know, he's definitely got uh, hamstring issues. I think it behoove them sit him out another week. Uh, this is not just as Patriots fans saying this, but sit him out another week and get him right before uh, the stretch run going into the end of the season. Cause that's when you're going to need him. Uh, 
So I think Pats lay one on these guys because, uh, you know, the Panthers offense has lots of issues and the, the Pats uh, offense is really starting to roll at the right time. Uh, so mm-hmm. plus what benefits the Patriots very much is Panthers weak offensive line play is going to be stifled by, you know, a very strong Patriots pass rush, and Matthew Judon is just living up totally to his uh, contract and hype going, uh, you know, into the season. So uh, I'm excited for this Patriots team. I really think that they're going to be seven and four going to a critical stretch where they'll play the Titans, Bills twice, and someone else sandwiched in there that I don't think is a, a, a meaningful game. So <laughs> um, I, I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, very critical game here for the Pats. I think they're going to lay a number on the Panthers. Yeah, this Panthers defense, I will say, Scott, is quite uh, stute. But their offense is uh, not something you really you write home about. So Chuba's going to get, what, 1,000 carries probably in this game, if possible? <laughs> he's going to need to feast. Uh, he's definitely going to need to feast. And Steph Gilmore, a little revenge. But uh, I'm sure McDaniels and Belichick are, are telling Mac Jones, you just, you just stay away from Steph Gilmore because – Guy still got it with the closing interception last week on Matt Ryan. By the way, what do we think is going on with Calvin Ridley? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And another thing that's just really sad to see. Um, but, you know, going into the year, I was, uh, it was a big, uh, a lot of fantasy exposure to Calvin Ridley. Obviously, backseat to what I'm sure is a very difficult personal issue he's, he's going through. But, uh you know, he's, he's definitely prior to this. So you just didn't think that you thought it was a, a Matt Ryan chemistry thing. You didn't realize, you know, something more serious underneath. So, <laughs> you know, pretty, pretty brutal, pretty tough. Yeah. Bad beat for the Falcons already having a super bad beat. Scott, let me ask you this. This was obviously swirling about on like Monday. Um, we almost had the opportunity for a potential double revenge game. If, with Darnold concussion, if they felt like they needed to go out and get a quarterback, Panthers oh, signed yeah, Cam, with Cam Newton with Cam. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been. Yeah. I would have been intrigued. That would have been interesting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it'd be a tough sled for uh, for Cam. Uh, no time to prepare for the rule offense, uh, and then go face the Pats. Probably yeah. wouldn't have worked out too well. I still can't believe that they got rid of him, but I digress. We'll move yeah. forward from. It's that. working out, honestly. Yeah. It's just funny because Sam Darnold's literally running all the time and is now out with concussions. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, you guys, literally, yeah. I mean, if you were wanting to have your quarterback do this, the guy you had before is a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm bummed because I have so much Darnold in two quarterback leagues and I could have dumped him after his hot start and I just didn't. I held on to him. And uh, now I have to start PJ Walker. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> As the kids say, it is what it is. Uh, probably the second toilet bowl of the week. Uh, Scott, are we gobbling points once again? I feel like every week there's been a 15-pointer on the card. Jags plus 15 at home against the Bills. I don't think uh, – well, I, well, the Jets last week were the first double-digit underdog this year to win a game. I think the the big uh, underdogs have actually done really poorly so far this year. I want no part of this game. I'm not betting on Urban Meyer. He is such a donkey. He's going to be fired. <laughs> I'm very excited to see who the Jags bring in there. They better bring in an offensive guy to, to get Trevor Lawrence right because he's wasted a year under Urban Meyer. 
I refuse to bet the Jags. They are such trash. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I, I bet them a few weeks ago against the Bengals and they, <laughs> they covered. But they are such trash. They are such a mess. Uh, but I don't really feel like laying 15 on the road with the Bills. So this is going to be a, a, a stay away from me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I might. If if that seventh if that seventh spot is open on my picks, I might uh, yeah, I might call the Bills, see what's up, see how Josh <laughs> Allen's feeling. Although uh, there is a theory out there, it's called now the Manning the Manning curse, just like the Madden curse. Uh-huh. But whoever would be like their guest on Monday Night Football would lose the next week, Ooh. and Josh Allen was on on Monday night. Is that because Brady lost this past week? Yes, and then like Gronk had also lost, was on there before one of the Bucks lost, like before on the Bucks lost to the Rams. Um, okay. Who else? Uh, Russell Wilson before they lost to the Cardinals. There's, I mean, it was literally like probably yeah. there's probably like four or five. I feel like so it's not. I mean, it's not. It's the first year of it, so it can't be totally confirmed, but something to trace, something to follow along. Uh, but I don't think that the Bills are going to lose to the Jaguars with Josh Allen being on there. No way. No uh, way. Yeah. That's not happening. Not with a banged-up James Robinson and, you know, who, who knows with the Jags. I mean, there's such a mess. Mm-hmm. Absolute mess. Uh, next on the card, Bengals minus 2.5 taking on the Browns. Oh, my God. I love the Browns this weekend off that loss against the Steelers. Uh, perfect get-right spot in division against the Bengals. The Bengals uh, blew the game against the Jets. Uh, I think Nick Chubb and Deionis Johnson are in for a huge game, just going to d- d- dominate the, the line of scrimmage offensively. And then defensively, the Browns' pass rush is going to be all over Joe Burrow. Uh, so I really like the Browns get right uh, superior coaching matchup here for Kevin Stefanski doesn't make me feel great having to bet on Baker Mayfield the way he looks right now, obviously in pain and banged up. But I think Nick Chubb is going to lead the day. The Yarns Johnson is going to lead the day. I think a, a galvanizing moment for the team with the, the Obehote news. You gotta you gotta rally the troops, and I think they're gonna rally on on Sunday. Keep your points. Vegas Browns win outright, and the Bengals continue their slide back to reality. <laughs> back to life, back to reality. Um, I am intrigued by that take. I mean, now I've obviously been a Bengals bit of a homer on the the spreads lately, with everything going on. Uh, extracurricular with the Browns that you feel confident enough after you lose to the Steelers. Now you're battling off the field shenanigans. Is this, it's, I guess that's fair. It can either be the, let's just go out here and play football motivational speech. And then they just go out there and they play football. But I I mean, the Browns D line still going to get after Joe Burrow. I can tell you that though. Oh man. I'll tell you, I'm also looking at betting. 70% of the bats on the Bengals right now, it hasn't moved a point, even a half point. So the big bets coming in on the Browns, and the, or Vegas is just willing to take that risk, and I, I want to be on the side of Vegas. So uh, yeah. I really like the, the Brownies on, on Sunday. Woof, woof. Woof, woof, Brownies. Uh, Giants plus three taking on the Raiders. 
possible another play? Let's just play football, Spock. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've gotten both these teams really wrong this year, but specifically <laughs> the Raiders, uh, really wrong. They were one of my favorite, if not the favorite, uh, season under going into the year, uh, and they've just they, John Gruden now the Henry Rugg stuff. Uh, I mean. <laughs> How much resiliency does this team have? Uh, I'm just going to stay away from this one. Uh, I, I have no interest in betting on the Giants. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a cold New England day uh, on Sunday. A little tough for the Raiders. Used to that uh, Vegas warmth, uh, little cross-country, 1 o'clock trip. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things at play here, and I just uh, I want to stay away from it. So, hard pass. So, I'm with you. Hard pass. I uh... – we talked about it off the pod. Uh, the Hard Rock Casino Sportbook here in Florida just went live. And I went back to the Giants after saying, after I think week two, that I never want to have to have money on Danny Dimes ever again. And uh, But we felt like it was the best value play for the $100 free bet. And, uh, you know, they peed down their leg. It was great. I loved every single second of it. Danny Dimes, whoop-de-whoop. Uh, but anytime I don't bet on the Giants, when he came off the concussion and we stayed away from him, I think I ended up, they played the Chargers? No, who'd they play? They played somebody out west. But he came out and they dropped like 40 points on him. I'm like, okay, this is great. I love that, that all of a sudden you know how to clear out all the cobwebs in your head and now you know how to play football <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, I'll probably stay very, very far away from this one. You don't know what kind of team's going to come out for the Raiders uh, in a – personal mindset standpoint and you never have any idea what giants team is going to come out of the locker room so there's no like just from a mental capacity standpoint yeah the raiders pass rush does scare me that they're going to turn uh danny dimes over but uh you know it looks like saquon's going to be back so this is like almost full strength giants this there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff at play here and i'm sailing far away Sailing takes me away. <laughs> I'm just going to keep finishing whatever song it is. <laughs> um, next and last of the morning slot, the Saints minus six and a half without my dancing QB on crutches, <laughs> Jay Boo, taking on the Falcons. Oh, Wonka Vader, upway, sideways, every which way. Saints, minus six and a half. Uh, Taysom Hill, off the concussion, going to be starting an angry Taysom Hill because he thought, hey, I should be starting for this team going into the year, especially probably what he saw from Jameis that didn't exactly light it up uh, for uh, the Saints at at times. Um, But, you know, I really like him in this spot because the Falcons, they have no answers on offense. Outside of Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson, there's nobody there. Did you think going into the year you'd be saying Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson is all that the Falcons had on offense? I don't think that's a a recipe for success. Um, Traveling to the Dome, extremely tough place to play. Saints rolling here, and I'd say, hey, let down spot in division. You want to scoop the points, but this is Taysom Hill. It's not Jameis Winston starting. Taysom Hill is going to be a very motivated guy to get a stranglehold on that job and uh, and carry some momentum into the playoffs. So I, I love the Saints on Sunday. The defense of the Saints really made Brady uncomfortable. They're going to make Matt Ryan extremely uncomfortable. He has nobody else to pass to. So they're going to key in 
on Kyle Pitts. We're probably going to get a lot of Alvin Kamara, and the Falcons have historically done very poorly against pass-catching running backs. Give me the Saints. Lay the six-and-a-half. Wonkavator Sunday. I said, he said, we said, we strong Den. That's That's <laughs> got to be the greatest conversation or post-game interview that's ever been had. Sadly, my Tigers had just lost. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, I think Sean Payton will call a better game with Taysom Hill at quarterback than with Jameis, if I'm being totally honest. I I just think he likes the versatility of, of Hill. and But I think Jameis also, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Hill's a comfortable guy for the whole team. Uh, this is a game I'll be looking at uh, as well. If you're going Waka, I mean you've been you've been hot, so I might have to just close my eyes and drink from the well. Uh, we will. <laughs> Doesn't feel good sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you just got to do it. You know, it's uh, you got to go down to the river and just taste the chocolate water. You just got to Augustus. Save some room mm. for later. Chargers minus one and a half traveling to Philly. I, am I crazy looking at this line? <sighs> Uh, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I, I'm, it must be a trap. It must be because, uh, you know, everyone's pounding the Chargers, expecting them to just go uh, blitzkrieg the Eagles and spreads moving in the Eagles' favor. So something very fishy with this line. I'm with you. I want to be on the Chargers. Um, I, I'm probably going to fall into the trap because I just don't get how uh, Jalen Hurts has not looked great. He, 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 he wasn't exactly the reason why they, they uh, dumped all over the Lions last week. They got there with their running game. They're still going to be without Miles Sanders. They traded away Zach Ertz. So it's all Dallas Goddard. Uh, Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager's banged up. You know, they're very limited receiving core. Um, so someone explained to me why people are – why the spread is moving in the Eagles' favor. I just – I don't see it. Chargers O-line going to play – has been playing well. They should be able to protect Justin Herbert uh, uh, and uh, from that Eagles pass rush. So uh, this is why I want to take the Chargers, get right spot after two really bad weeks. Um, it, it seems like this is going to be an extremely popular pick, which is going to lead me not to take it in the contest, but – uh, I, I'd want to be on the Chargers here, I, so, yeah. but extremely fishy. Also, applaud the NFL. We got nine one o'clock games. We have three four o'clock games. What was the schedule maker smoking when he did that? By the way, the one o'clock schedule is fantastic. So I hope <laughs> I have some plans in the afternoon on Sunday because there ain't much looking at the four thirty slot. No, no, there is not. Uh, now there is a chance to see the boat. Back in action, uh, the Blake of all time, uh, Blake Bortles getting picked up by the Packers. Uh, Love going to get. I mean, Aaron Rodgers opening the window for Love to come in and say, no. "Hey, like I actually kind of know what I'm doing." So I'm not saying that they're going to go with Love the rest of the season, but they, he's allotting them an opportunity to show the fans and show everyone that they're not crazy that they see something in this kid. So. We'll see. I'll tell you, I am shocked that that Rogers is unvaccinated. Um, but there's a lot of quarterbacks that are not vaccinated. What are they being told? 
by their doctors to not take this this vaccine. They're putting their teams in jeopardy. Could you imagine if this is the playoffs and he's missing a playoff game because he's unvaccinated? Mm-hmm. Uh, people will tear him apart. Um, so I think massive overreaction. Seven and a half. Rodgers is apparently worth seven and a half points. They're going to get Devontae Adams back. Chiefs defense is putrid. Uh, you know, you think that Jordan Love is going to seize the opportunity, uh, and the, the the Chiefs just don't look right. If they if they can't put away the the the, the Giants, are they really going to go put away the Packers? But I don't know. You tell me. Do you think people are going to hop on the Packer Jordan Love train? No. 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 <laughs> right. No. Uh, Is age catching up to Travis Kelsey? Because he's looking a little old. Ever since he shaved his beard and stopped looking like a like a sexy grizzly man, then all of, everything changed. Effectively, this overnight. is you know an odd season. I haven't seen him do any stupid dances yet. That's true. That's very true. Maybe he's well, lost a step. Well, the Chiefs just aren't. Yeah, they're just not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I don't know. It's weird. It's but, very odd. But yeah, seven odd. and a half for the Chiefs. Uh, if this was like week two and this happened, I think everyone would be all over. I think the Chiefs would be like double-digit favorites. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm shocked that it's at seven and a half, if I'm being totally honest. Um, if it gets below seven, maybe I'll I'll do just a cash play on that. But I don't know. I don't know. Probably going to run away. Uh, Stay away. These 4 o'clock games have me uh, confused. But I think uh, if the sentiment I, I read is people on the Chiefs are probably going to be on the Packers. I think uh, for the contest specifically, uh, I think it's a it's a great leverage spot. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I think people are going to be scared about the, the Packers. And uh, I'm, I, they're probably going to be scared about the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm, anyway, I'm probably going to just stay absolutely away from this game. I have a really hard time betting on the Packers as it is, uh, just from a cheering standpoint. It's very hard for me to mentally get over that hump. Uh, so we'll move on to the next game, and that is the Cardinals minus one uh, traveling to San Francisco. Uh, this is a very much a wait-and-see game. Uh, Kyler Murray banged up. DeAndre Hopkins banged up. A.J. Green COVID list. So there's a lot of question marks with the Cardinals. So definitely going to be a part of my write-up in the morning uh, and something that we'll tweet out about on Saturday. Uh, I don't want to be ahead of this news. There's too many question marks with the Cardinals. The Niners, on the other hand, I mean, impressive win in Chicago last week. I didn't think that they'd blow them out the way that they did. Um, but I, I still don't see it with Jimmy GQ. And if Debo Samuel is any sort of banged up, there's nobody else, but they do get George Kittle back. Should help out the run game. Uh, Cardinals on extended uh, on extended rest. So this is a this is a fun game. Uh, wait and see with all the news, uh, but uh, this is right now going to be a, a wait and see. Yeah, I was shocked when I you know when we got the circa official contest point spread, and you're sitting at minus one for the Cardinals. I would have felt like this would have been a bigger spread in the favor of the Cardinals. Uh, but like you said, I think this is a wait and see. Maybe you adjust the card on Sunday how you need to, or you know, for your sake, you can wait as long as you, you can, and then you have to let them know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, usually you get a pretty good idea after Thursday practice what things are going to look like. 
or like Thursday, Friday, you know, you kind of get a vibe of like, this might happen, this might not. Um, but uh, I'll probably be on the Cardinals on this one. Just looking at this card, I'll probably try and sneak. If I'm sneaking in one in that four o'clock, I'm going to get, I'll probably go with Cardinals. It's the one I feel. Actually, oh, God. I either got to go with Cardinals minus one or I got to go with Chargers minus one and a half. And I'm probably going to end up with both of them. And then something dumb's going to happen. I'm going to lose both games and I'm going to go cry. So, yeah. I knew it was a trap and I just walked right into it, smiling from ear to ear. Like, this is great. Um, like the little kid on the back of the bus in The Simpsons. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> so, we're going to move to Sunday night football Rams minus seven and a half. Taking on the Titans, uh, no King Henry, but uh, an old king stepping down from his throne to re-enter the ranks of NFL tailbacks, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Dude, uh, Adrian Peterson. The last time, you know, you know how old he is because he was featured in, in an Entourage episode that I don't even think was the last season of Entourage, and Entourage has been off the air for a very, very, very yes. long time. <laughs> Uh, and actually in the office, we had a, a great pool because we had some conversations about how much AP has left in the tank. And we all put in uh, predictions for how many rushing attempts he'd have this year. And I had 57. There were some people that were really uh, – uh, you know, downplaying what they thought he is. There was a five out there, and then someone had a 225. So, uh, and we're playing prices right rules, so you can't go over. Um, uh, so, bust. the 225, I think, uh, may, may be the, the winner. Um, <laughs> I, I think AP, I think he's going to, I think he's still got it. Yeah. This year, he's still had it for the, the Lions. He doesn't have to play a full season. He's got a short burst here. And I think Titans are going to cover on Sunday. Uh, no one's going to want to bet him because Derrick Henry's not playing. Uh, I think a, a great opportunity for this offensive coordinator in his first year to show uh, the depth of this playbook mm-hmm. uh, with Jerry McNichols and AP. You're going to get Julio Jones back. No one's going to want to bet this Titans team. This is a team that gets up for primetime games. They've had a lot of big games the last few weeks. Uh and I think they're going to show up on Sunday. They're going to cover that number. It's a large number. Rams battling some injuries. They lost Van, Van Jefferson, you know, hobbled off the field this past week. D. Hendo is always a little banged up. Uh, but, hey, first Von Miller game should be interesting. Uh, I'm going to have a little juice on the Titans this weekend. I want to grab those points. Mm-hmm. It's I, – I, I agree with you, Scott. I think – AP, and I'm a bit of a homer. Uh, I remember sitting at a sports bar with my dad when he got drafted. And Courtney Taylor had, had just had like a huge season. I think he had over 1,200 yards rushing or something. I, I mean, it was a good, really good season. And then AP, we're sitting there at number seven, and Adrian Peterson's still on the board. And my dad looks at me. He's like, we'd be stupid if we didn't draft him. I mean, he was the best player on the board, hands down. And yeah. we got him, and the rest is history with him in Minnesota. I mean, absolutely phenomenal time watching him play football. And he just runs so hard. And I think he fits that Titan scheme of just downhill and and he's not going to fall backwards. So (laughs) I can tell you that he's going to get two and a half, three yards, pretty much every carry that he gets. Uh, And if you're the Titans, I think you got to be happy with that. Now we'll see what happens with Tannehill and what he can do. Uh, I, I do get nervous but because Cooper Cup is the spread slayer. I mean, the guy is absolutely 
going off this year, and it doesn't. I mean, I haven't seen Matt Stafford find a guy like this since Megatron. So, I mean, feels like every time he throws the ball, it's Cooper Cup. I'll tell you, the only teams that I have that are good in best ball are are Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford stacks. And I have one team that has Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill and I think a Debo Samuel. So the team is just blitzkrieging, uh, yeah. you know, the this best ball contest. So, you know, a long way to go. But, uh, yeah, I got some, got some juice there. Mm-hmm. And then Monday Night Football, the Steelers minus six and a half taken on the Bears. Uh, uh, another wait and see game. Uh, I want to see if Khalil Max going to be playing. I think uh, what the Steelers want to do plays well into what the Bears want to do. Uh, the Steelers want to run the ball with Najee Harris, and the Bears play very good run defense. The thing that scares me with the Bears is this could be another game like, like the Bucks game where their O line just gets trounced by a great pass rush that the Steelers have. So really, strength going against strength for the, the Bears' defense and the Steelers' offense, but then also the biggest glaring weakness for the Bears, their offensive line, and a rookie quarterback going against one of the best pass rushes in football. So I don't know if I want to stay, uh, you know, step in front of that train. Uh, Justin Fields hasn't shown me that he wants to be a cover guy yet. So uh, this is a wait and see. If Khalil Max playing, I may hop on the Bears, but as it stands right now, he was do not practice today on Thursday, so uh, probably going to be a, a fade. I don't want to bet the Steelers ain't six and a half off a big individual win, but yep. it would be such a Steelers thing to do to blow this game. Yeah. Such a Steelers thing to do. Exactly. Teams just have MOs, and that's just kind of one of them. Uh, God, I just can't I can't get behind Justin Fields. I've watched some some breakdown of, of film on him, and – it's, he's just not reading, not doing a lot of pre-snap assessments, and you know, adjusting how he needs to adjust it at the NFL level. Even though it's it's slow, he just wants to make sure that he's he's trying to hand yeah. like handcuff himself just so that it's 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 uh, a more even playing field for the competition. I th- I think he's really uh, being hurt by bad coaching. Yes. You know, just like Trevor Lawrence is showing is not showing out so well. Uh, it's coaching. It is a hundred percent coaching. Matt Nagy's going to be out the door. Urban Meyer's going to be out the door, and these are going to be two very attractive jobs. I think more so. I don't. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think more so Jacksonville because of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but you know, Jacksonville has never shown that they're going to that they're uh, a strong franchise while Chicago has in the past, and they've had Super Bowl runs, and they've been consistently good over the years. Uh, yeah, so those are going to be two openings. I think Jags is more attractive, but uh, you know they got some they got some serious organizational issues there. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting for them moving forward uh, what they're going to do. I. Nagy's got to go. I mean, there's just no. Ah, he, he is in <laughs> over his head. Uh, so he's going to be out the door. So how many job openings are there going to be this year? There's going to be Jags. There's going to be Bears. Um, who? What else is going to be open? Could Broncos be probably. Vic, Vic Fangio going to be out the door. Giants maybe. That you know, probably not good switching coaches every two years. Maybe you should have some semblance of, uh, you know, the stability. Raiders is going to be an opening. 
and, and you know maybe the Seahawks if Pete Carroll stays on this horrible path that he's on. So some good some good openings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be great when Brian Dable is the uh, head coach of the Denver Broncos and Mitch Trubisky is his quarterback next year. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's uh, you know I am in the Kellen Moore to the Minnesota Vikings camp. I mean, Vikes could be one of them for sure. Oh, yeah, Zimmer, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. I'd be Ooh. a big fan. Okay. Be a big, big fan. Uh, you, you switched it up on us for our a, uh, for our actor. I think we were going to do – I forget who it, was, who it was, but you hit me with Gerard Butler, we and I was all in. Pfeiffer? No, we were going to do um, – I can I'll, – I'll find it. I, I think I still have it in the in the history, but we'll have to – it was well, some we, guy. We had said, a request. We had a request for we, it. We had a request for Gerard Butler. We got uh, there was two others that he said that we I think we should uh, we should oblige. So let's see. Hold on, I forget now. Oh, I got it. It's great radio. Great radio. It's great radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gerard Butler, Evan Mendez, Edward Norton. Edward Ooh. Norton. Did we do Edward Norton? Uh, we have not done Edward Norton. Norton's awesome. Yeah, let me see. I'll be able to find it. I'll let you go first, though, on uh, on your number three. Uh, no, I'll tell you, two and one was very contentious in my brain. But uh, number three, uh, far back from number ones and two, but Gamer, oh. Cable, Gerard Butler, just such a goofy movie. You know, he does, he makes a lot of goofy movies where they're just so ridiculous. Uh, and this one was pretty, pretty freaking ridiculous. Gamer, two thousand nine. Uh, we talked about doing John Ham, John, John Ham. I don't know how. You oh, know. that's right, John Ham. Yeah, we'll do him next week. Okay. John Ham next week. All right, all right. Um, so number three for you was Gamer. Um, number three for me. This is actually going to be kind of funny, but shout out to my sister uh, watching this film. <clears throat> for those of you who are a fan of. Um, oh, I just forgot the name of the TV show. Um, anywho, <clears throat> um, Shameless, Emmy or Emmanuel Gray, Emmy Rossum, I think is how you pronounce her last name. But mm-hmm. he, her, and uh, Gerard Butler, Phantom of the Opera. Oh yeah, and it was actually I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought Gerard Butler did a really good job, and he was singing, and that's so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give kudos to my man for for singing that one. But like you said, it's kind of a little bit further back, but I'm putting him in there. That is old. At number three. Wow. You went into the depths for that one. I did. Ah, interesting. Uh, Number two, 300, King Leonidas. Uh, (laughs) Man, did he get ripped for this movie. Uh, Made me feel terrible about my abs in college. Um, (laughs) But a, a really fun action movie. 300 mm-hmm. what what were the spartans spartans spartans, yep. spartans the persians just, uh, and xerxes the on the persians man that i think i saw this in imax too it was really fun like one of these big you know movie theaters with the imax just looking up at this big uh bowl is is pretty fun so 300 king leonidas sparta <laughs> it was that movie, yeah, it was something to behold. That's for sure. Um, 
I am going to go with, don't hate me for it, but I, this is my golden rule. Usually when rom-coms have like less than 25%, <laughs> I think they're actually really good movies. Yes. Um, Do it. The Ugly Truth. I got number two. Yes. I enjoyed yes. that film very much. Um, I think that was one of, uh, one of those movies that I, well, you were a little bit older than I, so that was freshman year. I think I took a girl on a date to that movie. Uh, oh, nice. It was a good, it was a great, great film. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Let's just say that. That was one of those. I saw it and I was like, that was funny. Like, date was good, but I haven't seen it anywhere and I'm definitely not buying it. But I got a 4.2 no, out of 5 on Voodoo. So. Catherine Heigl has done something terrible in her career because you don't hear of her anymore. Dude, no. Oh, God. man. How about Stevie Janowski's in that movie? I forgot about that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, number one, Law Abiding <laughs> Citizen. That is Ooh. like as as awesome an action movie as you get. Him and Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, we should do too because he is freaking fantastic. But uh, Jamie Foxx, district attorney, makes deals with bad guys. Gerard Butler, his family gets slaughtered in his home. He watches it happen. He's left for dead. He survives. Then he exacts rev- uh, vengeance on everyone who had a hand in his daughter and and wife's murder oh it is set in philadelphia everything about it is an awesome movie if it's on i will watch it law-abiding citizen Mm. almost a perfect movie almost yeah that is a definitely a very very good one and i know everyone's probably going to be mad at me for not having but i gotta i'm also in a different you know a little bit behind you in in age so my exposure to Gerard Butler movies is a little bit differently timed out. Now, that was a 2009, which is also the exact same year as The Ugly Truth, so that argument does not completely stand. You weren't going to see a law-abiding citizen on a date. No, this is true. Um, so I'm going to put, but I will put 300 up there. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful film to release to a bunch of preteens as they begin their uh, puberty journeys. And just seeing a bunch of chiseled men and you're like, wow, this is what I can become. And then you just realize that you'll never be that jacked as long as you live. And it's depressing. But that's one of those films, too, that like you talked about with a law abiding citizen, that if it's on, which 300 is always on something, uh, it'll be you can just kind of throw that on the TV in the background and get the juices going. It's like the modern. It's the. You know the two thousand the two thousands uh, Braveheart, in my opinion, it's just that war movie yeah. where you're like, yeah. yeah, let me give me a sword and a shield, and I will literally square up with anybody. Like, this is great. Um, and it was Zack Snyder's introduction of the dark scene, slow motion, just epic one liners, yeah. little fight in the shade, all that stuff. I mean, that oh, movie so is all time man movie. That's for sure. So it's all, it, it was all because of the, uh, what was his name? The, 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 the not, I want to say gremlin, but it wasn't a gremlin. The hunchback. The yeah. Hunchback the, uh, betrayed King Leonidas. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you live forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daxus or something like that. I can't remember what his name was. You're not going to get Philetis. Eh, whatever. Well, I could go through a whole bunch you're gonna, of those. You're going to wake up. I will. But yeah, I'm with you. That was 
nothing like betrayal when it came to that. What a film. What an absolute film. Um, oh, a lot so of good. a lot of good ones out now, Scott. Have you seen I, I went to the theaters to see Venom. I felt like I just yeah, had to go was, see it because I love yeah. Tom Hardy. It was meh. Uh, but the post credit scene was awesome. And then I'm probably going to go see either James Bond or Dune this weekend. I've heard phenomenal uh, things uh, about both. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, I've heard less than phenomenal things about both. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, Dune, I hear, is like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the one uh, with uh, Tencent or Tenet? Oh, Tenet, yeah. That is like such a ridiculous storyline that you're not able to follow it. <laughs> well, it's a def- it's a setup movie. Yeah, awesome as it usually was. Huh. But in War Dogs, and she was very attractive and good in War Dogs with uh, Miles Teller, who also unvaccinated brought some. Uh, Brought some COVID to some movie success. People aren't yeah. happy with him. And Miles Teller, there's a big picture of him with Aaron Rodgers from this summer. You know, yep. take with it what you will. And Hawaii. Right? They're in Hawaii together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got Top Gun coming out here soon. Uh, will you go see Ghostbusters? Uh, probably not. I haven't been to a movie theater in a very long time, unless it's on TV. Uh, I'm probably not watching it right. or on a flight. That's fair. I, I mean, I support pretty much anything much. Paul Rudd does these days. So I might, I might venture out. I think there. it'll be, I, I mean, it's definitely going to be better than the last installment of oh. Ghostbusters. <laughs> the one that like they gave to everyone for free. Like you two does their yeah. music now, which I think they just yeah. gave everyone another free song recently. <laughs> yeah. I, I deleted it from my phone. <laughs> Like, I don't even care if it's for free. I don't want it. <laughs> You're taking up data. Oh, man. Well, <clears throat> hopefully it's going to be another fun, fun weekend of college football. Uh, my Tigers playing at 2.30, well, Central, 3.30 Eastern. <clears throat> and I got a wedding at 5. We're traveling to Texas A&M, number 13 versus number 14. Oh, November, Scott, for the Tigers is, is always tough. It's always a tough stretch. Uh, so yeah, there's no weekends off there. No, there None. is not. So it's going to be a fun one. A lot of uh, you know college football really starting to crank out here. A lot of who's going to really break away from the herd games. Committee coming out, making their statement, putting Cincinnati at number six as an undefeated team and having a bunch of one-loss teams in front of them. <laughs> so going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out as the year progresses. Uh, any uh, closing closing thoughts for you, Scott, before we head out of here? Um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see who the first coach fired is this year. If someone's <laughs> going to get fired in the middle of the year, because uh, I think a couple coaches warrant it, uh, including the new man, Urban Meyer. Um so that's what I'm looking out for. I'm waiting to see that first uh, that first shoe to fall, and then what shake out shakes out next year. Yeah, it's you know, you know new quarter starting in the circuit contest. So you just we got you know a nice twenty and zero stretch would be really fun. Yeah, that'd be really really great, and then just come out on top and get that cash. 
Get the cash. Uh, lots to shake out on and off the field in the NFL as this season progresses. Enjoy week nine, junkies. We are out of here. Chicka pig board game. Awesome. Suck the tape too soon. <laughs>